This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's up, everybody? My name's Tom. I'm the host of the Bass Show. How's everybody? No, that's not how I talk. Wait, what's my what's my broadcast voice? Oh, it's more like this. Hey, everybody, it's the Bass Show. What's up? Let's get down, right? Let's do it. It's Bass Show time, a Tuesday night. Got my bestest buddies here with me. Old uh, Pat Byrne checking in. How are you, Pat? I'm doing good. The phone calls are already rolling in at 201-332-3484. Look at that. Can you believe that? And then, of course, the the ever-reliable. He's like the wind. He's like the sun. He's like the moon. It's AP Mike. How's it going, Tom? Good. I'm good, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Did you I'm say good. I'm the Iron Man of the uh, best show? I think I'm. No, only, you're, you are. You kind of I'm are only like like a handful of shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, I. You. Yeah. I think so. You're. You're like the. Uh, you're like the Lou Gehrig, the old iron, <laughs> the old iron horse. Is that what he was called? Yeah. 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 I, I misspoke. Yeah. The iron horse. He's a, he goes and does it, or unless you want to be like Iron Man, like a superhero. <laughs> no, that was a mistake. Around. No, a little jetpack. <laughs> now, well, you're you're here. I'm here, and tonight, the adventure begins. Finally, it is time to determine the fifty best snacks of all time, and we also will talk about the late great. Charles Grodin, who passed away today, and uh, one of the all-time, one of the all-timers. Guy brought it every which way. Nobody was funnier. So that's on the plate, the plate, the table. The plate is on the table. On the table is a plate with those two things on it. So let's do it. It's best show time, and I says, let us begin. Second and none Music and mayhem, the stuff that you need 
show time how we doing my name is tom sharpling i'm the host of the show and have been for quite a while i've been the host of the best show for a little bit is what i can say a little bit of time i've been the host and i'm the host tonight and we're gonna work on this 50 greatest snacks of all time 50 best snacks of all time sorry and look, you bring up a topic like this. Everybody thinks they know about music. Everybody thinks they know about snacks. You don't like the, the and I'm looking on, uh, on, uh, on Twitter. Ay, ay, ay. One guy. One guy was going off. Saying he's snack man or something. And the candy is not a snack. Oh, maybe not on your list, dude. Over here. Candy's a snack. Candy's not a snack. Guy's doing it wrong. You don't know how to make candy a snack? You're doing it wrong. In the snack aisle and uh, stop and shop. Thank, thank you, Mike. You get it. It's in the snack aisle at stop and shop. That's. That's what I should have said to him. <laughs> it's in the snack aisle at Stop and Shop. We also just heard from uh, King Crimson, mono version of I Talk to the Wind from their debut album. And uh, why did we play that? Well, of course, because it was uh, Robert Fripp's birthday over the weekend, the great Robert Fripp, who uh, my friend, I guess I could say friend, is that? I say friend might be a little presumptuous. Uh the guy who read a thing that was purchased to me for me. But look, that's enough. That's enough of a friend. So I, so yeah, so it was his birthday. J, Jason Dudio Gore, who is not with us, Tony. He's on assignment. He's, um, in parts, uh, parts unknown from what I'm hearing. Think he might be doing a uh, investigative report. He might be, uh, 
He's been working a lot with the Project Veritas uh, people, which he is one of his his main his enthusiasms is um, infiltrating liberal organizations with a little hidden camera action, and I think he might be he might have a mission that he's on right now. So uh, it's quite an assignment. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's got his work cut out for him. Um. Yeah, so everybody thinks they know what they're talking about with snacks. That is not a snack. I've I've never understood when people are like, Mike, you ever see these people with pizza when they're like, well, I don't know what I'm talking about pizza. You got awful taste in pizza. You're the guy. Mike <laughs> likes this. Pizza. Oh yeah, I don't I don't like upside down pizzas. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's my 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 big knock. Well, turn it upside down, Mike. <laughs> Get it upside down. It'll be yeah, right side up. Pizza. Slide the cheese off while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but my, Mike, you're more cut out of the, you like, uh, you wish that all pizza was cafeteria style from in, in like fifth grade when the no. be pizza day at school and you get this heat lamp pizza, which. No, actually I'm quite spoiled with the pizza in Bayonne. Some great pizza places in Bayonne. But everybody with pizza has, has like, people draw absolutes with pizza where they're like, Pizza with pineapple on it, that's not pizza. It's like, well, I got some bad news for you. It is pizza that happens to have pineapple on it. Maybe you don't want it, but it's still pizza. To each his own with toppings. To each his own. Thank you, Mike. Everybody, whatever you want on a pizza, you put it on pizza. You want to put hot sauce on your pizza? Go ahead, put hot sauce. You want a pizza with no cheese on it? That's fine. Whatever you want, you go do whatever you want. Even a, even a, God forbid, a, an upside down pizza. Can you believe that they put the sauce under the cheese? On top. What's that? It's on top of the cheese. That's oh, on top of the cheese. I don't know. I don't mind it. <laughs> That's what I just thought it's like it's good. It makes it screwy. Screw it. This guy can't. <laughs> I mean, it's the same ingredients. Like, what, why mess with a great thing? They're just playing around with it. What's <laughs> wrong? Look. Style over substance. I'll say this and pack and back me up on this. I didn't see you holding back. No, it was all right. The, yeah, the, you, the ingredients are there. You ate that, uh, you ate that stuff like a, like a rabid dog, just like the rest of us. <laughs> You're inching up on that on that famous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's that, Pat? Mike's 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 getting closer to that. Uh, it's like sex argument with pizza, which I hate when people say that. No, I've never uttered those words in okay. my life. Okay, good. I thought you were. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear whatever. I don't no. even know what this point is. I don't want to know. It's not good. Huh. I, 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 it's a cliche that I dislike. Yeah, I know. I, I, could, I could figure it out. It's probably something that's all fine or something, right? Yes, it's like a... Even bad stuff is yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I hate it. Whatever. I, it's now, troubling. Well, I, now I feel bad I even brought <laughs> it up. I don't know. You brought it, you put it in my head now. Put it in the uh, head. <laughs> it's on the table. It's ruining everything. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh look, I'll say, I'll, I'll say this. These people got their opinions of pizza. They got their opinions of candy. This one guy, I'm looking on Twitter. I'll trace through it on Twitter right now. What's this guy's name? Corn Dog. <laughs> Cake and pie are not snacks. Like these absolutes. Candy is not a snack. And then he says this. 
Some people know me as the snacking dude. Candy is not a snack. Might call in tonight and set the record straight. Then he adds on a second, candy is not a snack. You guys got seven followers and you're one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Proud. Proud to be one of his seven followers. Seven. Seven. And you're one of them. Yeah, okay. You you uh, only have six without me. You only have six. Lucky seven. I'm lucky seven. Uh, guy knows. Guy knows. Uh, Maybe he's one of these hard-nosed guys, you know, bar snacks. You know, you can't put you can't put candy on a bar for people to snack on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe he's got some sort of definition in his head. You know, like what can I eat at a bar as mm-hmm. a snack? You know, you're not going to put candy on the on the on the bar. Although I've seen that around Halloween. People in masses, they'd eat anything <laughs> you Could put you on the imagine, bar. You know? Can you imagine, Pat, you go to masses and there's a candy bowl out on the thing? <laughs> I mean, yes. Imagine? Yes, I can imagine. Can you imagine I've, scooping I've in, in there, there and just shoveling in your mouth? No. What is it, candy corn? I can't imagine What's in that. the bowl? Yeah, What's various in the bowl things, you know, over the years. But, you know, we gave out to the kids. The kids would come in. Loose? Not, yeah, well, no, you know, not like loose. the little minis. The minis, yeah. Yeah, minis. Yeah, not like a loose bowl of. What do you drop in their bag? Uh, a, a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> a donut. Bar food. A, a donut. donut. Those were the worst, right? Somebody throw a donut in your bag. I mean, like, why? You know. On Halloween. Cinnamon all over your candy. Bag of pennies. You drop pennies. pennies you drop dumb. You drop an apple. I don't care. I don't care. Just drop it in the. What matters is you drop it in the bag. But yeah, everybody thinks they know what they're talking about tonight, but the, but the, all the all the unanswered aspects of this will be answered with this top 50 best snacks of all time list. Uh What's one you want to see on the list, Mike? I mentioned this on on Twitter uh the other night uh in response to one of your tweets about Wawa. Mm-hmm. Um mm. one of the things I've discovered at Wawa that I'm quite fixated on is the Chocolate covered almonds. Have you uh, aware of those, Tom? Well, I've had chocolate covered almonds. I, I don't know what are the Wawa ones unique. I, I, I guess, yeah. I'm not even sure if it's a different brand, but it you know it comes in a nice sort of clear plastic container. You get a fair amount of them. They're big. I mean, they're they're quite addictive. Well, I know um, the ones you're talking about. You're talking about those ones that look like. It looks like the most kind of like artisanal thing that Wawa would sell. Looks like someone in the back might be filling some containers with that stuff with a scoop. But they got the peach. They got the peach gummy rings. Mm-hmm. They got the nuts. They got all that stuff and they put them in the little, the little container. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Good. That's good stuff. Yeah. So you say chocolate covered almonds, Mike? You're going to kick the list off. And Pat, are we, are we able to do the list tonight? Is we are. And yeah, I, I've uh, been multitasking a little, but I'm going to put this up in, um, kind of right below or on top of the, uh, the 50 top mascots to keep it simple. Okay. I'm just going to change the name of the list to be easy. Sounds good. So that will well, be. I'll say, I'll say this then. Yeah. 44 for chocolate covered almonds. Okay. You're on the board, Mike. You are on the board, and Pat. Fifty, yeah. Pat, do you have a do you have a snack? Hold on, chocolate covered almonds is forty four, right? 
44, yes. For Derek Coleman, the great Derek Coleman, the New York, uh, New Jersey Nets, uh, power forward, uh, who coined <clears throat> also one a lot of the of- all time great phrases, whoop-de-damn-do. <laughs> That's right. A lot of, a lot of listeners asked, um, if we would post the top 50 maskets somewhere and we will. Um, we'll put them up on the homepage soon. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet, but we'll. It'll uh, go up. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be, don't be sorry. We'll put they both lists up it. when they're complete. Don't be sorry. They got enough entertainment. They can handle that the, that the list wasn't up yet. Yes. You don't apologize for that, Pat. You have nothing to apologize for. I don't have nothing to apologize You're right. for. You're right. You're right. Um, we're doing the best we can. And I want to say this. Some guy, Charles Gross, said tweeting at me, saying Charles Grodin didn't have any range. He played the same guy every time. Oh, that's interesting. You also played the same guy every time. Every successful actor except for like four of them. Yeah, go say that to, uh, to, uh, Cary Grant. Or, uh, Clark Gable. What bothers me about that argument is, you know, I don't like the term character actor. I think all actors are character actors, but mm-hmm. the ones who aren't labeled character actors do exactly what you just said. They play the same character all over and over, right? Yeah. And somehow they're 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 like a notch higher than something called a character actor, and I'm using quotes here. Like that's yeah. it should be the other way around. Characters actors quote unquote have more range. They play different yeah. things. But like Thank you. but Charles Grodin, I mean you were the first person I thought of and condolences, I know you oh, know of course he look he 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 did also, have range. He was a comedic, brilliant that, actor. He was in Rosemary's Baby. He's in Beethoven. He's in Clifford. He's in Midnight Run. He's in yeah. all these things. He's covering so much ground. You have any range. First of all, you figure a thing out. You're doing it perfectly. You don't need range. There's your range. That is your range. It's not even that you don't need range. You got range. It's called the range of me doing the thing I do best. That's the range. Played the same guy every time. Good. I'm glad. I wanted as much of it as I could get. I don't know what these people want these days. They say I don't have range. Next, I do the same thing every week. Well, I do actually. So that makes sense. That'd be fair. Now let's let's jump right into it. Uh, how about a, you got a call for me, Pat? Yes, uh, I was gonna say real quick. The for Wawa, I was gonna say uh, my go-to is soft um, pretzel at Wawa. A soft pretzel on your on your way out the door. It's like it's. I mean, I know it's like saying cheeseburger at a at a diner. Oh no no no! Like I'm just saying, Pat. Yeah, soft pretzel. Yeah, that's number nineteen on the list. Gotta be, gotta be high. Yeah. Um, as far as all-time favorites, though, I love um. Like a fresh baked brownie, um, nothing, nothing in it, no chocolate chips, no walnuts, no anything else. Just, just the brownie batter, cooked to perfection, always hits the spot. Drop a scoop of ice cream on top of that thing. Yeah, vanilla maybe. That's right. a home run. Brownie. We'll put a brownie. In. We'll figure out where brownies go on it. Brownies will go somewhere. Nineteen for. Soft pretzel, or should I say Wawa pretzel? Yeah, you say soft pretzel. Soft prezzy. All right, we got full phones. Let's do it. Here we go. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. This is Gabe from New York, PA. 
Gabe from York, PA. What's up, Gabe? Not much. What's up with you? How are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. We're talking about snacks. How could I not be good? Yeah, that's true. Tell me about a snack um, you like, Gabe. Oh, um, I've been thinking about this all day. Um, I really like Cheetos. Cheetos. Yeah. Regular old that? Cheetos. I don't know. I don't Cheetos make this list. Fried or puffed? What, what was that? Fried or puffed? Uh, fried. Do like a tight Cheeto, uh, one that's got some crunch to it. Very dense, yeah. right? You don't like those. That's right. You don't like those Airy. fluffy Cheetos, those air, those aerated Cheetos. No, they don't taste as good. You like a, you like a flaming hot Cheeto perhaps? Or just a no. straight Cheeto? Just a straight Cheeto. I can't handle any sort of spice. I'm, I, I just have no taste for spice at all. Mm-hmm. What's the spiciest so, thing you ever ate that you liked, Gabe? Ooh. This is gonna sound really dumb, but the, uh, you know, little, <laughs> little barbecue chips and, uh, party mix or whatever they are. Those are kind of spicy to me. To you, but those are they're, they're <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite food? Mashed potatoes, <laughs> mac and cheese, mac and cheese. What else do you like? Chicken tenders. Yeah, yeah. You got that uh, old that old eight year old palate, huh? <laughs> yep. Old Gabe's old Gabe's still eating like a little kid. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, my uh, my favorite go-to meal when my wife goes out with her friends is to make myself a box of Velveeta mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. That's my gourmet dinner. Well, it's not a gourmet dinner. It's uh, I know you're calling it a gourmet dinner, ironically, but I'm even going to take that off the table for you. You can't. It's not gourmet. It's uh. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You wouldn't even put a little, what if you put like a splash, a teeny tiny little splash of hot sauce on that mac and cheese and mix it all in and that way it's distributed so much it would only add the faintest kick. No? Uh, 
I guess that would be okay. Have you ever had mustard and mac and cheese? No. What's that one? It's really good. You invent it's that? a nice tang. No. That's some weird thing your family does? Yeah. That should be a topic. What's the weird thing your family does <laughs> that makes no sense to anybody else? You know what I mean? I'm adding that to yeah. the list. What's that, Pat? I'm adding that to the topic list. That's a great Thank idea. you. Thank you. I think we got a, we got a good one there. Yeah. You ever hear about uh, mustard and mac and cheese? I I haven't, but I I mean I know for a fact if um, and a lot of people do this. If you add fancy spices uh, to any mac and cheese, it's a little hack. It it makes the meal much sadder. It makes it more. It makes, it makes it sadder. It, yeah, it makes it much sadder. People don't know that, but it's. Because you're trying yes, to turn trying to make something, you're working hard to turn something that ain't yes. going to turn into something. Turn, yes, into something. That's my takeaway. All right, I hear you. I hear you. Um, well, my friend, mac and cheese ain't making that list. What about uh, what about Chex Mix or the uh, more specifically? I like the little rye chips and in set inside of the Chex Mix. No, that's not getting on the list. Are you kidding? <laughs> we got fifty slots. Might not. Might seem like a lot. It, it, it's not that much to where we're going to put rye Chex Mix on the list. I think they should go number one. Well, that's your list, Gabe. <laughs> Gabe's Gabe's top fifty snack list: rye Chex Mix, number one, macaroni and mac and cheese, Vel, uh, Velveeta mac and cheese with a little bit of mustard thrown in. Oh, Gabe. Gabe, we gotta get, we gotta break some of these patterns for you, my friend. What's something you like? What's something I like? Yeah. Almond Snickers bar. That's a good one. It is a good one. That's why it's number four on the list. I haven't been listening. I'm sorry, Tom. No, no. I just declared that now. I'm declaring no, okay. it now, Gabe. All right, Gabe. All the best to you and yours and your fu- all your future endeavors. You have a grand evening. Thank you. You too. Okay. I have a question for balancing the list. We have 50 yes, slots. Are you going to accept, and the callers should know this, are you going to accept... Like one is one bag of chips going to represent chips, or are you going to accept like, you know, if somebody suggests like, I, I think we got to get specific with it, and that's why I think your your initial your initial uh, uh, query was I I miss I miss uh, I answered it incorrectly. Let's put down Wawa soft pretzel. Let's plan let's plan a flag with some of these snacks. I agree. I mean, it's. Is that soft pretzel? You eat a soft pretzel from a, a New York, uh, no cart? Way. Yeah. It's the worst thing you ever have in your life. That's, it, it's like a 10% chance it's going to be good. And it's usually burnt, hard, cold, yeah. and hard. And it's like, it'd be, the worst part is that they're, they're like, sometimes they're half warm and half cold. Yeah. No, I, I, the, I could never leave a Wawa, like paying at a register, paying for gas. You know, with the with the ones with gas stations, or just going in to get an iced tea or something, uh, sandwich. 
I'm paying for whatever. I see that thing at the register. I, I buy it no matter what. I gotcha, Pat. I gotcha. I got, I agree. Wawa soft pretzel number 19. You don't know when you're going to be in a Wawa again. You might as well get, but pick up the soft pretzel on the way in. And now all these people are high on Wawa because of whatever that show is on HBO. Oh, all I these people even, are like, I don't even know about that. Well, there's a show, Mayor of, 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 Mayor of Winningham. <laughs> Mayor of East Town. East Town. Yeah, Kate Winslet had a, an orgasm, I guess, when she went to a Wawa. All right, take it easy. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, Steve. that was newsworthy, apparently. Yeah. She'd never been to a Wawa before. Yeah. Now she never went to a Wawa to go in and then they're all excited. Then there's these articles. Who'd eat what at Wawa from the show? First of all, I haven't seen this show. I don't know if it's any good or not. No, I've not. seen people say it's, I've seen people say it's good. Of course, Mike just said it's not <laughs> because I've generally seen people say it's good. <laughs> so, uh, old, uh, old seesaw over there. He's also, he, my, uh, Mike's good for the seesaw. I gave it a shot. He's good. He's good, he's good know, for. I'll give things a shot. No, no. Of course you will. Of course you will. Of course you will. But yeah, it's like a seesaw. I like it. I don't. That's what it takes to make the seesaw work. I'd like you're to hear your opinions on because, you know, it's a fairly grim show, cron drama. Mm-hmm. And then they start throwing in some comic relief. And I, I'd be interested. Like what? Somebody at the Wawa, the they're cleaning the bathroom and they can't get in. They well, gotta get past that yellow sign blocking the door. <laughs> no, old Mayor's uh, mom is just a a cut up. You know, she's a cut up. Okay, well I'll check. I'll check it out. But everybody's all high on Wawa. Listen, it's like, yeah, no kidding. Oh my God, there's a place called Wawa. <laughs> and then it's like it, now there's going to be all this uh, exotic uh, people exoticizing Wawa, where they're like, <laughs> we went to a Wawa. I ordered a sandwich just like Kate Winslet ate on the show. It was charming. The cocktail crab. Get lost. <laughs> Get lost. I'd be a come out. You find you, you find your car got rolled into the street. That's how you're talking at a Wawa. I don't hope it gets rolled into the street. Hope you come out and there's some hoodlum sitting on the hood of your car eating a hoagie. You could be like, oh, excuse me, uh, do you mind? Oh, we're actually trying to get back into our car, and we'd appreciate it if you didn't eat your sandwich on the hood of the car. No, but people are getting too into, like, Wawa, Wawa, that's a way of life. That ain't ain't no uh, tourist thing to be like, ooh, so this is how they live, huh? Snobs. Snobs. Meanwhile, the high-end stuff, everybody gets all high-end with everything. Like, oh, there, there's a place out here called, I don't even know what the, I can't remember what the place is called. But it was like a place, it's like artisanal jelly. And then somebody goes in the back room, starts snapping photos of the place, and they find this mold all over the jelly. And you're like, Wait, this place is expensive. This is the good stuff, and this is what it's like back there. I'll trust a Wawa over there. Wawa, they're scrubbing that place down. Wawas are clean, for the most part. There's a there's a, there's a couple dank Wawas out there, but dimly lit 
Yeah, I'm the whole. I'm the whole. They're well lit and clean. Do you have a Once favorite? Once in a while, Wawa? there's a filthy. There's a filthy Wawa. Do you guys have a favorite Wawa? Yeah, I like the Wawa. That's uh, uh, you know, I like the Wawa. Whenever I would leave Philadelphia, there was a Wawa in uh, South Jersey that I would hit that I enjoyed. Cherry Hill. I don't know if it was in Cherry Hill, somewhere around there. It might have been Cherry Hill. I got a, I got a favorite. Number one favorite would be the Wildwood, New Jersey Wawa, which has like a really cool wavy neon sign. Mm-hmm. It's like they put a Wawa there. It probably replaced like something that looked like that because they have all those doo-wop motels, they call them down there. Mm-hmm. And they just made it look like, you know, it's like a 1960s sign version of a modern Wawa. It's, it's kind of cool. It's pretty big too. I like it. And now I say this. That's the Wawa where you go there and you get all the people are like the shore trash coming in. Not even the shore trash. People abusing the shore come in. They go down to that Wawa. They go in with a cooler, start trying to fill it up with ice over at the soda station. Yeah. They don't show respect to the Wawa. Act like that Wawa is your Wawa. Respect the wah. Respect the wah. Thank you, Pat. I'm new to the wah-wah game, but I, I've, I have access now to two within a mile of each other. Yeah. On Route 9. There's one on the uh, southbound and one on the northbound. What's weird that's happened is there there was like a, a Jersey-Dixon line with wah-wahs and quick check, and if you were like north of the jersey dixon line then then you would be in quick check country and then they never crossed over until a few years ago you started seeing them pop up look quick check is amazing but it ain't no wawa it ain't no wawa quick check quick check allows for too much freestyling i feel (laughs) the owners can put their own spin on a quick check (laughs) you know what i mean yeah you go to a quick check you go to quick check. Some guy, somebody could be there decided, deciding they're just gonna, they're gonna sell macrame at the quick check. They'll do whatever they want. They'll be selling, they'll be selling, uh, uh, term, term life insurance in the corner of the quick check. A little bit of a freestyle to quick check that I don't love. I need that Wawa structure to bring it home. You got any other calls, Pat? Full phones. One through five, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you give me three and then five? You got it. Beshell, hi. Uh, hey. Hey, who's this? Uh, this is Connor from uh, New Haven, Connecticut. Connor from New Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Connor? I'm just hanging out, listening to the best show, uh, Trying to relax. How are you, Tom? What's going on? Doing your good. Show? I'm good. What are you? Why, 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 what are you? What are you doing to relax? Uh, I'm eating a little New Haven pizza, which is kind of a stereotype in Connecticut, but uh, has some Sally's a pizza. Um, not a snack, mm-hmm. but I got a few ideas for that. Give me an idea uh, for a snack. All right. So I, okay. So I'll keep the list short. I got one that's definitely a snack and one that is arguably an appetizer, but it's a snack to me. Let's try uh, the, the first uh, smart food. That's a snack. 
The uh, the cheesy popcorn stuff. Wait, sm- smart food like the ones that are like the yeah the cheesy popcorn things. Yeah. Are they really top fifty? You think? You know, it's it's because they always uh, over you know they over deliver every time you eat them. Nobody eat, it's. I don't crave smart food, but when I eat it, I remember it. It's delicious. Okay, I don't know if it's that works better. Huh? I think I, I think we can do better than top fifty for. All right, all right. Crab Rangoon. No. <laughs> Crab Rangoon. What are we putting? A, are we going through a time machine here? What? Crab Rangoon. Definitely... What do you gonna have next? What do you gonna have next? Uh, 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 what do you have next? Uh, the weird pork chop dinner. Next. <laughs> An appetizer. And that. Well, all right. Is that like it's like a cream cheese filled in a thing? Yeah, yeah. Buddy, we're not doing the appetizer list. All right, Fritos. Save that that for our our show we're doing in August: the 500 greatest appetizers of all time. Okay. The 75 part series. I appreciate your time, Tom. Of course, I appreciate everything. You do, and uh, I want to ask you one question, my friend. Yeah. What's that? You gonna buy my book? Bought three. What's that? I bought three. You bought three, three copies. Yep. Well, my one friend, two you... my uh, one, two for two of my best men to listen to the show. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say this, sure. Crab Rangoon. When we do that appetizer list, get ready. <laughs> All right. Connor's calling in about that crab rangoon. Connor and his crab rangoon. Thanks, Thanks Connor. Bud. Next call, please. So what is what is going on here? Oh, I know who this is. I hear, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I know I hear Grateful Dead playing in the background and I hear bong hits going down. Can only be Bryce Prefontaine. Yeah, yeah. You gotta guess what, uh, what venue that was and what year. Guess what venue there was, uh, uh, Bryce? Right, I can't. Well, just, all right, first, first year. Just do the year, man. Come on, geez. You can just 77. Seventy-seven. Oh, no, so close. A little earlier, man. A little 74. Early. 74. Yeah, 74. Yeah, Portland. Oh, You're uh, Portland 74. Oh, man. And what song was that? Oh, what? Are you nuts? China Cat Sunflower. Okay, China Cat Sunflower. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, look, it's never been my scene. The dead have never been my scene, Bryce. But I love that you have that and that you still love it so much. It's it's my it's my uh, it's my raison d'être. Didn't know I didn't know I knew Spanish, did you? Uh, I did, I did. I still don't know that you know Spanish. Um, oh, so, what what have you been up to, buddy? 
Oh, man. Oh, what a year. Tom, you talk about life changes. I, I, I had plenty of them. Are you strapped in? I am strapped in. I got married. Hold on. Bryce, you got married? I did. I got married on March 17th, 2020, which admittedly was a weird choice of the day to get married. But, uh, you know, because pretty much the next day everything closed down. But, you know, my wife and I, we were under the gun, literally. You were under the gun, literally. Yeah, it was crazy stuff. And, I mean, you know me. I, I've only ever lived in a lean-to for most of my adult life. So to go from the flagrant freedom of almost total outdoors living to immediate indoor quarantine for nine months, that that was a quite a head spinner, man. That was a real change of lifestyle. Oh yeah, you know I can't I can't imagine I can't Bryce. I gotta say it is it is a mind blower for somebody like you who was always such a free spirit to picture you getting married and settling down. I know, man. Same here, you know. Especially to a devout Mormon woman. I mean, that's that's, that's a mind blower too. But you know, like like Jerry said, life is very weird, man. Very weird, man. Man, it's weird, man. That's the exact quote. That's what Jerry said. Yeah. Life is very weird, man. And he said it three very- more times. No, well, he did a variation. He said, very weird man. And then he said, man, it's weird, man. Okay. Well, look, I, I don't want to, I, I'm, Jerry was very wise in, in that he regard. Life, life is very weird. That's right, man. So where, where did the two of you meet? Oh, man. Well, check it out. Dolores was out doing her Mormon charity work one morning. And she came across me sleeping off a power nug bender under that bench next to the statue of Donald Most in front of Latin Foot Locker. You know where that is, right? Oh, absolutely. I love that. I love that statue of Donald Most. It's a fun spot. So basically she thought I was a person of the street. She didn't know that I was a person of the woods. And so when I, I showed her where I lived, and she couldn't believe that I chose to live in a lean-to. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, then we, we really hit it off. And, you know, when we got together, it was a real odd couple situation. You know, like that TV show that Jack Klugman was in, mm-hmm. Quincy. Hold on, wait. The You said it was an odd couple situation, like the show Jack... Klugman starred in, and then you said what? Quincy. Well, that's a huge. Bryce, the show that Jack Klugman starred on that was an odd couple situation was The Odd Couple. No, no, man, with Quincy. The whole, the whole thing about Quincy is, it's about how different Quincy and his boss, Dr. Robert Aston were. I don't know if that was the main, the primary thrust of what Quincy was about. No, I think maybe you're right. Maybe it was Quincy and his assistant, Sam Fujiyama. 
Uh, what's the assistant's name? Well, he's Asian, so his name was Sam Fujiyama. Okay. Well, I got to say... Um, not too offensive, right? Well, it's not even, it's not, it's the guy's name, but it's like, what, what, it's not, none of it's offensive. You're just wrong with it. But look, what, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, what, what I, what I just would say about your situation now is that it seems like it, it's a, it must be a real challenge, like a real struggle to, for two very different people. Oh, man, you're telling me. And you know what, man? She didn't know that I popped tough. Hold on. Yeah. She doesn't know that you puff tough. She, yeah, I mean, do you have any idea how, how much of a Herculean effort it is for me to hide my gargantuan gongen intake? I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible. Yeah, that that would be completely impossible because your whole your whole existence is tied to pot smoking. So I can't even imagine the lengths you'd have to go to 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 hide that from somebody. Oh man, it got so bad I was rolling around in fetid mulch to camouflage the smell of stale cheeba all over me. Dolores didn't even want me to come in the house when I when I came home. St- Thinking like that, man, it was mm-hmm. it was something else. Yeah, I, I I can only imagine, Bryce. Now you you said something to the effect that you were under the gun when you got married. Yeah, yeah. Was this was this was this one of those those legendary shotgun weddings? It, it was literally. Her her dad was so furious when he found out that Dolores had a fun bun. She that she okay. Wait, what? What she had? What? A fun bun. That's a baby. What? Hold on. You've never heard that term? A fun bun? No, that's that's a shocker to me. Okay. Well, anyway, so he got so mad, he flew out to Newbridge from Provo, and he made sure we got married. But it wasn't a shotgun, but he did have a Luger trained on me during the ceremony, which was officiated by Officer Harrops, who also had his gun on me. So you had two guns pointed at you while you got married. Yeah, it doesn't happen often, I bet. That is, uh, that, Bryce, this is, this is shocker after shocker to well get, well, get ready because you're going to get shocked harder than Ace Freely because he, oh, I lost my train of thought. He had that song called Shock Me, remember? Yeah, he, he had a song called Shock Me, and that was one of the, do people trade kiss tapes the way they trade dead tapes and live recordings? I think they do, only it's different for them because it's like, Oh man, if you thought the bass playing was hand fisted on, on Houston the first night, check out the second night. So people are celebrating the bad parts of it. Oh yeah, you hear how much he slows down on, on Dr. Love? And then the next night he plays it way too fast. Peter, Peter's got some issues this weekend. <laughs> they have the simplest music. 
imaginable, and it's a constant struggle for them to even perform that. It is. Oh, man, I think this is where Ace fell. <laughs> oh, oh, man, but check this out. So after nine months of being married, I go up to Dolores and I go, so where's the baby? You're not even showing. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, well, you know, it's a tiny baby. It's going to pop out any day now. Just, just don't worry about it. And then it dawned on me, Tom. I realized that we never actually had full-on sex ever. So that was weird. And then I came to the conclusion that Dolores was after all my money. Hold on. Your money. I mean, yeah. no, no offense, Bryce, but you're the most broke guy I've ever met. Oh, man, di didn't I ever tell you this? I'm the sole heir to the Prefontaine margarine fortune. What? Yes. No. I am. I, I never knew this. I... Prefontaine margarine is like the third biggest export in Newbridge after Kern Co.'s mini pancake grill and Kern Fund's toilet tetherball game. We're coming Huge. up on that toilet tetherball game, man. We're going to overtake him. We are. You're going to catch, yeah, you're going to catch up? Absolutely. People are really tiring of toilet tetherball, if you ask me. You think it, you think it, it's a, more of a fad? I think it's run its course, yeah. Like the Thompson twins? Like the Thompson twins? Yeah. The Thompson twins, toilet, tetherball. Sure, it's all no, one I, big fad. What's that? It's all one big fad, man. It's all one big fad, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, one, I, Prefontaine margarine is not a fad. No, big stuff, big, big time. Hey, so, so it turns out this whole marriage thing was an elaborate scam. Do you believe that? That's bizarre. It was. See, Dolores' dad was actually her boyfriend pretending to be her dad. It, it was just like Bo Derek and, and Rob Lowe in that movie, Tommy Boy. Okay. So, it's ripped from, so ripped from I, the headlines. Totally, yeah, yeah. So I go to West Eastbridge for a quickie divorce, and they granted it under the flagrant deception statute. They even refer to it as the Tommy Boy statute. Really? They do, yeah, yeah. That's and the judge, the judge, the judge there is a big movie nerd, and he even did that restaurant scene from Tommy Boy before he issued the divorce. You know what I'm talking about, right? The restaurant scene. All right, I'll lay it out for you. So they get in this big argument, Farley and, and Spade, and then uh, Spade slaps Chris Farley in the face, and then they go and they sit down in a restaurant, and then Farley goes, Richard. Is there a mark on my face? And at this point, we can only see one side of Chris's face. That's fine. And then he goes, Spade goes, I don't see anything. And he goes, no, I think it's, it's,
not so much here or here, but right here. And then we see that side of the face, and there's a giant, like, handprint on his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you like that, huh? Uh, I, I like when a judge does it, too. Yeah, no, it's it's great when a judge uh, starts working in the field of comedy. I think... I think that's what the, that's maybe what the bench has been missing has been kind of an, an, a, a, uh, injection of movie references. I think you're right. I think you're right. But you know, now that that marriage is over, everything is, is, is great now and all is even more right with the world than it was before that nightmare. Well, how, how are things even more right now then? Because, as of last month, Officer Harris can no longer bust my ass for partaking of the sacrament. Yes, okay, you're talking about because recreational marijuana is now uh, legal in the state of New Jersey. Well, it's always, it's always been legal in my mind, but yes, technically now it is. And you know who you're talking to right now? Who am I talking to? The new king of New Jersey weed. You're the king of New Jersey weed. Yeah, I'm going to open up the Taj Mahal of dispensaries. Well, I got to say that is that is a, quite a quite a claim when you think about the Taj Mahal, which is one of the most impressive and monumental structures on on Earth. Wait, what? No, man, I meant my store is going to be as good at selling weed as Taj Mahal is at playing that stank blues. Oh, okay, you're talking about the musician Taj Mahal. Yeah, yeah, from the rock and roll circus. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I'm going to email you a photo of Mississippi Half Step Uptown Toodles Dispensary. That's the name of my place. It's pretty great, right? What is the name of your place? Mississippi Half Step Uptown Toodle Dispensary. Mm, okay. Well, it's a it's a uh, it's a name. It's on brand. It is. All right. So I'm going to send this right now. You still at Mister Fahrenheit at Yahoo dot com? Yes, I am. Okay. Just send it. Okay. Let me check. Wow. Yeah, no, this is, this is a, is a real place. Very nice. Very nice. It's kind of designed, your dispensary has a look, is it's designed like a lean to? Yeah, but like a high class one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is, this is, these, this is nice. You have displays everywhere. You got counter. Yeah, this is a real place. You got a, is that a mural in the back of, is that Jerry? It's Jerry and Trey. Yeah. No, that's cool. And I didn't know they smoked weed together, but that's what they're doing in this mural. Is that real? Is that based on a photo or something? It's based on a fantasy of mine. Okay. Oh, wait. And they're blowing the smoke is into your face. Yes, yes, 
Yes. That's what that. Okay, now I get what that is because I saw yes. you, and now I see what that is. That's cool. I was, I was a little disappointed in in, in the rendering. The artist did of me. I thought I could have looked a little cooler, but you know. Well, no, it looks like you though. It's pretty accurate. Thank you. All right. Well, th- well thank you. Thanks. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I'm super excited about this, and I got all kinds of exciting new strains that I designed with Yippie Johnny and his master weed growers. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, uh, what strains do you have uh, that you've been developing? Oh man, we got Psychotic Meltdown, Up on Crippler Creek, Dabney's Coleman. The logo of Dabney's Coleman is. Me offering dads to two coal miners. Okay. And um, we also got Creature from the Dank Lagoon, uh, A Touch of Grape Ape, Streetwalk and Chiba, uh, The Nub Zone, and my favorite, Sativa Night Fever. Wow, those, those are, that's wild. Those are some cool names. They're fun. Hey, just for, out of curiosity, what kind of strains do you or, or your friends enjoy? Maybe I could incorporate those with my strains. Oh, well, that's a that's a good question. There's a few. Um, off the top of my head, uh, William William F. Bakley, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Weed Balls, Jeff Skunk Baxter, The Weed Strain, Chocolate Robot, Emerson Lake and Palmer and Kush, uh, Orange Rogan Flotation Tank, Strain of Zorn, Funky Cold My Weeda, Mighty Mighty Sativa Tones, Henry Portrait of a Marijuana Smoker, This Joint Is Everything, and um, Herbie the Herbie the Love Bud. Oh man, those all sound scrumptious. We gotta work out a deal, man. You gotta hit me to who uh who makes those and I'll cut you in for like, I don't know, one percent. Well, 1% is a little low. 1.4? Still a little low, Bryce. I can't, I can't go above 2.3%. Well, look, we'll negotiate this. We'll see if there's anything to negotiate and then we'll figure out, we'll figure all this out. This is not the time. All right. That's, that's cool. And look, I know I haven't really applied myself to, to, Let's be honest, anything in my life other than amassing the East Coast's biggest collection of rat dog bootlegs, but I do feel like this is my true calling. I even got a weed cat for the store. A weed cat? Yeah. What, 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 what is a weed cat? Oh, it's just this cool cat, you know, to, to kind of like just roam around the store creating a vibe, you know? A weed uh-huh. cat. Well, that's cool. You got a weed cat. Okay, I, I, I get it. Did you did you get it at a at an animal shelter? No, I got it from a breeder. Oh, I I didn't know there were breeders for for just like house cats. Oh no, man! Help Slip Frank isn't a house cat. He's a tiger. Hold on. You have a tiger in your store? Yeah. Cool. Well, that sounds incredibly dangerous, though. Oh, come on, man. You've watched too many Netflix shows about tigers. They don't bite everybody. 
Uh huh. But they bite some people. Well, I guess it's a game of if you're playing a game of percentages, then yeah. And what is the situation with the tiger? Like, is where where is this tiger? Well, right now he's. Oh no! You know what? I left him in the dispensary, and I don't know if I left any meat out for him. Oh crap! Okay. What's that going to oh, mean? Man. I think it, hopefully he don't he don't uh, you know sample any of the of of of, of the uh, you know the, the edibles that sort of stuff because that could be a bad scene. Then he actually might bite someone. Hmm. Yeah, no, that would be bad. That would be bad. That would be very dangerous. You, well, first of all, it's bad for the tiger. Tigers aren't supposed to just be eating edibles. Yeah, maybe you're right about that. Yeah, and it's also bad for the customers that they might... I mean, when when business is open, the tiger is where? Kind of roaming around. He does have a rope leash around his neck if I need to grab it. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that'll take care of everything then. If Thank the tiger, you. I thought I thought it was a cool idea too. No, I'm being sarcastic. If the tiger starts mauling somebody, you you grabbing the rope leash around the tiger's neck isn't going to do anything. Oh well, you never know. My my forearms are getting really big lately. Hey, look, man. You know I gotta go because my first shipment from Hippie Johnny's Weed Farm is due in like 20 minutes. All right, I I gotta get ready. Okay. All right. All right. Well, listen, I think there's only one way we can end this conversation tonight, right? Yeah, I think I think we might be on the same page with that. All right, let's do it. Okay. Well, you know, ne- you never mentioned that you had a nephew. You never let me think. You never mentioned you had a nephew. I love my nephew. Well, what's his name? I want to say Mason. That's right. The great Charles Groton. Bryce? Oh, and he hung up. Okay. Well, it was a, it's a surprisingly tasteful way for Bryce to go out. He wasn't being shot at or <laughs> attacked. Um, yeah. So, um, Yeah, I don't know. What are we going to do now? Wrap it up? Are we done? We done with the show? No, we're not done. We're going to do a shorter show tonight. I, I, uh, I'll say this. I've been recording this audio book because I have a book coming out in July, July 6th. It never ends. A memoir with nice memories comes out through the Abrams. Abrams books, putting it out. And it's a real book. This is not some, this is not some pamphlet or some, uh, it's not a fanzine. It's a real book. I, I worked on it for a long, long time. I'm also going to say this. This ain't no piece of garbage comedy book. The way some of these books, these, these bums write is legit. It's legit. And you go to TomWroteABook.com. You want to pre-order this thing? You go to TomWroteABook.com. There's a list of places you can pre-order it. Big and small alike are there. 
And we're putting things together for the book. We got, there's going to be bookstore things happening and other things happening. And if you want to contact me for, if you want to do something like any, uh, and again, I said, I'll, I'll do an interview. I'll talk to anybody. I'll talk to the newsletter at a, a senior citizen's home. I'll do, I'll talk to them. No, I'm not discriminating size wise. I'm going to try to uh, talk to anybody because I got to sell this thing. It's a good book. So it's the, it's the, 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 the raisin d'etre to quote, uh, the French of, uh, Bryce Prefontaine. It's my raisin, raisin d'etre. I gave this thing everything. I gave my best and I guess my best was good enough. So here's the deal. You go there, you pre-order it, and guess what? I'm going to tell you what's coming up shortly. Very soon, we're going to have up on that site something a little exciting. And what's that? Well, anybody, anybody who pre-orders the book, we're going to have a little book plate, a signed book plate available to everybody who pre-orders the book. And the, it's going to be up on the, over at tomwroteabook.com. There's going to be more information on it very soon. Doesn't matter where you pre-order it from. You pre-order the book. There's going to be a signed book plate that you're going to get. The details will be over at tomwroteabook.com very soon. So hang tight. Check the site. Pre-order the book and then go do your thing and get your pre, your, your, uh, book plate. Signed by yours truly. Pat, we got any calls? Line two. Line two. Best show, hi. Hi, Dom. What's up? Oh, who's this? This is Woody from Rochester, New York. Woody. From Rochester, New York. Boy, Woody, I bet you loved when, when you found out that the, the puppet in the Toy Story was named Woody also. You must have, that must have been a great day, huh? That was the greatest time. I can't even, I can't even tell you how, how wonderful it's just enriched my life. You know what? Before I even saw the movie, people mm-hmm. were doing like the, the, you know, the pull the string, uh, you know, quotes from the Woody Bell. Uh, and I didn't know what they were talking about. It was very confusing, and then I saw the movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, so this is the rest of my life now. Well, I ain't going to do that to you. I ain't going to do that to you, Woody. I appreciate that. There are other great Woodies out there. Woody Guthrie, for example. It's a good Woody, one. Woody Guthrie, right? Yep. There are less great Woodies also. Yeah, that, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, maybe um, you buried the lead on the on the downsides of my name with that one. <laughs> no, we're going to focus on positive Woodies for you. Yeah, Harrelson, great actor. Mm-hmm. And is Woody your is Woody your given name or is it a little a little nickname? Um, it's a nickname, but it's but it's from but it's the only thing anybody's called me my whole life. So I got one. Okay. Of, I got one of those where I've got a completely unused. Uh, given name. I hear you. I hear you. So, so tell me, my friend, 
to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Well, I got I got one for the topic, but I also wanted to uh, I wanted to make a a little uh, uh, I don't know a little declaration. Of, you know, not not a bit. <laughs> what do you got? Um, I just want to. I, I I just want to say that you know my uh, I, I've defended her in the past, but I got a I got a my friend Caitlin also from Rochester. I got to let her go on her own and find her own way at this point. You're 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 cutting her loose. I'm not. I mean, not so much. That I think I think she's just you know she's got a she's got to live or die on her own merits. You know. Sure, because Caitlin, look, I like you're you're referring to a caller, Caitlin, who calls and is very. Is it's 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 uh Caitlin goes for it when Caitlin calls. That's true. That's true. I like it. I gotta say I like it. Sometimes I cap out, but I like it. I like Caitlin. And Caitlin yeah, likes I, the show, right? Yeah, oh yeah, no, she loves the show. Talks to me about it all the time, was so excited when, you know, told me that she called and then I listened to it last week and I'm like you know, I just I don't think that she I don't think she needs anybody's help. I think it's uh you know. Yeah, Caitlin's doing her thing. You, 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 you do your thing, Woody. Caitlin's gonna do Caitlin's thing. Yeah. But, I'll say this, sometimes I wonder, cause Caitlin comes on with some strong energy and it makes me think I'm being goofed on. As uh, if it's somebody I... who doesn't like the show and is going like, Oh, I love it. You're so funny. Yeah. Oh, the show's my favorite. I think, uh, I think it might, I think it might be she's a little nervous and that's how, that's how she copes with that. That's fine. I get it. We all got our styles. Sure, sure. So to what do I, what, what else you got other than the, the, the Caitlin thing? Now you've broken, you've broken rank with Caitlin. Yeah, which I just gonna tear, really which is gonna tear like, things up in Rochester, right? <laughs> it's gonna be all the got, talk. The, 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 there's probably gonna be some sort of, uh, council meeting over it. Yeah, the council's gonna convene and it's gonna be a whole mess and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to sign some kind of, you know, some kind of daytime agreement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, so, so, there must be something else that made you call tonight. That's right. I uh, maybe it's not going to make the list, but I just want to make a case for uh, for popcorn from the air popper, the air popcorn you make at home as a snack. Hmm. Air popped popcorn. Now, just clue me in here. So, uh, you get, how, how are you making? What are you putting on it? Because air pop popcorn can sometimes be just like. Em- empty, empty food, empty calories, unless you do something with it. Oh, you can, I mean, the thing is you can do anything with it, but to prepare it, if there's no mess and you can decide the level of, uh, the level of grossness you want to add to it. I, I totally destroy it with some real, uh, butter and, you know, salt. And sometimes you put, you can go, you can go crazy. You could throw a little, sometimes throw a little rosemary in there. All right, so you're putting some rosemary and butter on that thing and some salt. Sure. You know, you keep it simple, but the thing is that it's, you know, it's fast. It's, uh, you know, I prefer it to, you, you get those uh, microwave bags, and they're all, you know, you got, that's like you take what you get, and whatever they're mm-hmm. putting on there, 
you there's not much else you can do with it. But the air popper, you know, it turns you into a little popcorn chef. I mean, I don't want to come off like, you know, like uh, <laughs> like Brett, but uh, but I I like making my own popcorn. You're saying Brett from Double Threat, the uh, show I do with uh, the amazing Julie Klausner. Well, there's only one. Yeah. Julie. It's not like there's a non-amazing Julie Klausner out there. There's one Julie yeah, she, Klausner. True. Amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. I uh, I just rewatched all of uh, Difficult People. Such a great show. Yeah, it's it's one of the best. You know, but I, I'll leave the glazes and the rubs to Brett, and I'll just make a little popcorn. You know. Sure, sure, I got you. So you got your thing, you got your glazes and your rubs, uh, that you do, you, you do your own version of glazes and rubs where you're, you're whipping up some butter and rosemary and salt and putting that on top of your air pop popcorn. Air, yeah, where where I mean, should we put air pop? Oh, what, 49? It still kind of sucks, right? <laughs> That's not an actual, what do you think? What do you think, Mike? Popcorn? Air pop pop like oh like this not not without butter. No, he's putting butter on popcorn. It. He's putting popcorn. some butter. He's putting it, butter on it. The, the healthiness is not the is not the concern. I just I like I like that it that it uh, you know it's customizable. You make it feels like you made something. You know it's the the bag popcorn can be pretty gross. Make you feel gross. You uh, know, yeah, no, like bag, just, bag popcorn is terrible. Just a bag full of chemicals. Fresh popcorn to me is high. I'd, I'd say top twenty-five. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. All right, thirty, thir- thirty, thirty-six. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Air pop popcorn. Look, I get the appeal of it. I like reaching my mid into a bowl of popcorn, just like everybody else. Yeah. And when you want it, when you got the when you got the taste for it, it's great. I just don't always have the taste for that. You ever counter popcorn with something else, like something more s- sweet? You ever try that? Oh, sure. You know, I, uh, I mean, you were talking earlier. I like some, I like some chocolate covered almonds. I like some, uh, uh, what I like, I like, uh, uh, peanut butter cups. Well, here's the thing. Let me say this, Woody. I would often, there were things called movie, theaters right they were they were buildings that projected movies and you could go to them and watch a specific movie and i would go to these movie theaters and you couldn't go with a remote and flip around or just watch a television show they picked the movie too that's the other thing they picked out the movie so you'd go there, yeah. you'd watch the movie that they picked out. So I would often, if I would get popcorn, I'd get popcorn and I'd get a bag of peanut M&Ms. And I'd reach in, I'd grab both. You ever do that? You ever get a, you ever get a peanut m and you ever get a mouthful of peanut M&Ms and popcorn? I've done it, Tom. I remember, I remember those. Those weird old buildings where you sit in the dark and you watch a movie with a bunch of strangers, and you know your only consolation is a, a big bucket of popcorn with some peanut M and M's in there. Now we'll put this on. Where's this? This guy's at thirty six, Pat. Currently, thirty six. Air pop popcorn is thirty six because it's the Marcus Smart of uh, of desserts, meaning that 
it's reliable but annoying and um <laughs> and it's not as good as people think it is. <laughs> so it's like Marcus Mar. Thirty five is like the old Kevin Durant, the old uh that's his old his old uh uniform number. Thirty five Peanut M and M's and Air Pop popcorn combo. That's thirty five. Sounds good. Sounds like a something you get snack to go see Uncut Gems. Yeah, but that's not playing in a theater. No, it's not. See that? What am I going to go with? that? I got to go talk to. I got to go talk to somebody about a time machine. I was thinking Kevin Garnett. Yes. Well, Kevin Garnett. What is his uniform number again? Eight? I don't know. Was he eight? Great guy, Kevin Garnett. Am I saying 30, 35 is peanut M&M's with air-popped popcorn? Peanut M&M's and air-popped popcorn. 36 air-popped popcorn. And then peanut M&M's are going to be their own thing. It'll be high on the list. The concentrated, pure, like, alpha form or whatever. Yes. All right. Thanks, Woody. Anything else, Thanks, Woody? Uh, no, I, uh, have a, I, oh, I, uh, I'm going to pre-order your book, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Woody. Uh, can't wait have to read it. Have a great night. Thank you. You too. I appreciate it. Yeah, I recorded this audio book. It's one of the hardest things I ever did. Cause look, I talk about all sorts of stuff in this. I'm not going to talk about it now, but like, you know, Talking about my dad dying, and then I'm like in the thing, and I'm like, and then I found out my dad died. All right, let's do it again. And then I found out my dad died. Uh, I think we got a little bit of a click there on the thing. And then we found out my dad died. Ah, uh, great. Okay, now let's do the next line. I'll play in on it, and I listen to headphones. It's me saying, and then I found out my dad died. And then I flub that line. It's like, ah, oh, play in again. Then I found out my, oh! a weird experience but you know what it's done and it's gonna be good and i read my own book july 6th it never ends so uh give me another call please pat best show hi 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 this is david david where are you calling from oh i am calling from uh eastern connecticut you're calling from Eastern Connecticut. Yeah. Kind of what's the, the what's the biggest city in Eastern Connecticut? Uh, uh Romantic. Okay. That's where our mall is. That's where our uh That's where the mall is, eh? Yeah. What do they got at that mall? What are they well, well, what's your favorite thing at that mall? Dick's sporting goods. Uh what do you like? Auntie Anne's like pretzels. <laughs> Movie theater. The movie theater. Is it open again or is it opening soon? What's up? Uh, no, no. It is, uh, partially open. What do you mean it's partially open? You gotta, the door, uh, you gotta step through it sideways or something? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I'm not actually sure of the status of its reopening and I was kind of just fudging you the You could have just said that. You could have just said I don't know. Uh, I've never been on the air before. Way more nerve wracking okay. than I thought. It's okay, my friend. And what is your name again? Keith. What is it? Uh, 
David. 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 Mm-hmm. David yeah. Keith. So I have something. Sorry. Who's your favorite yeah. actor? David Keith or Keith David? Uh, Keith Carradine. Keith Carradine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, David, it's all right, buddy. You're here with me. We're pals. Just relax. Okay. Thank you. So what can I do for you? What, what do you got? You got some snacks for the topic? Yeah, I have uh, I have a list of snacks. So the first That's one it. I was give, give me the was, give me yeah give me the highlights. What do you got? Okay, would you like the list uh, delivered bullet item or list with rationale following it? How many things are on this list of yours? Six. 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 Give me the best three. Okay. Um, apple with peanut butter. Hmm. Apple with peanut butter is pretty good. Forty. Wow. It's the best 50 snacks. <laughs> wow. You know how many snacks are out there? There's like a million. Wow. So it made, it made top 40. Thank you. you. You've made my night. Oh, wow. Were you, because initially you sounded bummed. No, 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 no. That was like a quiet kind of, uh, yeah, oh, like you wow. were, okay, alright, okay. Yeah, like wow. So it's kind of like 2001 in Space Odyssey, you just saw the monolith. And it was <laughs> awe. Yep, yep, yep. You were, you were overcome with, with, uh, with, uh, something of the magnitude of which you, your, your brain can't comprehend. Yes, yes. I will be processing this for, for a while tonight. Gotcha. What else you got? Okay. Because an apple with uh-huh. peanut butter, you're talking apple slices. You're not just, you're not talking a whole lot. You're cutting that apple up, of course. Yeah. Uh, yes. Don't be weird. Now you're not going to be weird and smear peanut butter all over a apple you're biting into. Well, don't tell me you're smearing peanut butter on the outside of an apple. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um. Let's say it's ex- the accepted version of this will be apple slices that can be dipped into peanut butter. Yes, yes. Let's. Uh, let's you want to? You want to just do some weird thing where you get a mouthful of peanut butter, then you're biting into an apple. Whatever you do, you keep the, You do that on your own time. Okay, uh, I'll keep the weird weird parts to myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. What else you got? Okay. You can buy my book? Uh, uh, yes, yes. It's in my, well, it's in my cart right now on bookshop.org. All right. It's in the cart. Still couldn't pull the trigger, huh? Well, I, I can't find the wallet right now. So that's, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna happen though. Now it's on the air. It's good. So, uh, it's uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading it. Thank you. Um, so what, what, what's that? What's number two of your list of the top three snacks? Okay. Uh, dry lucky charms. No, no way. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Lucky charms. Um, that's... Sorry. Look, I, I, when it comes to cereal, I don't know. There can be, I, I picture there could be a snack cereal on here, but ain't gonna be lucky charms. Just go eat, a, go eat some candy. If you want lucky charms, you're an adult. 
Go eat candy. Yeah. Um, but Lucky Charms, uh, Lucky Charms bridge the gap when you're a kid. <laughs> you can't just go get candy. See, Lucky Charms, you're an adult now. Go get some candy. Does that make sense? I do. Yeah, yeah, no, that, 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 uh. You with that me on that, true. Chief? Yeah. I, I, Same I mean, page? Yeah. Same page? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I said, right. yes. Go get some candy. Yeah. All right. What else? What's the third one? Okay. Um, it's kind of bland, but, but very useful. Um, the uh, you, the kind of boiled egg you can get at a Wawa or Quick Trip, Quick Trip, and they go it's very nutritious. This is, um, this is, this put a little salt this, on it. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's. I don't know. I don't want to be the way these people are with the pineapple pizza about these things, but I don't know. That feels like that feels like more of like a small meal. Mm. Feels like yeah. a small meal than a than a uh, than a snack. What is a snack? We I think we have to define what a snack is. Actually, you bring up a good point. <laughs> what is a snack to you, Dave? Okay, uh, to me, a snack is something that's so definitely not a meal. Um, it can be functional. Like that guy was saying kind of- crab rangoon. That guy was saying crab rangoon. You can only get that at a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snack yeah, has so to true. be the kind of thing you run in and you you run in and get it at a at a mm-hmm. at a convenience store. Mm. Oh, that's so one of the parts you- of a snack. Yes. Good point. It can't only be available at a restaurant. And um, and, and maybe uh, I think. When you said with the crab rangoon, uh, you know, you can't just put that in your pocket easily. It's, it's messy, a snack, you know, maybe you can make it, but there's an on the go quality to them, perhaps. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. necessarily true. Okay. Yeah, there, there, exactly. There's potentially, there, there's a, there's an immediacy to a snack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, definitely. Thinking of all the snacks. Yes. All right. Now kind we're getting of, uh, somewhere. Now what do you got? Yeah. Give me the now g- give me a different third one because your 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 hard boiled egg ain't gonna do it. <laughs> okay, okay, that is kind of a meal replacement. So, all right, how about um, how about stroop waffle? Is that that not maybe that's not? Oh no no that's 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 on you're on you're on target with that. Okay, I enjoy stroop waffles. And for people who don't know, the Stroop waffle is a smushed kind of like pressed. It's like a pressed waffle type s- syrup thing, syrup thing, right? Mm. That then you're supposed to put on top of a hot cup of coffee, and it softens it. That's As best right. I understand, that's how you are supposed to eat a Stroop waffle, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, you know, you, you do it uh, not to. Uh, you don't want to do it too early on in the steeping process. If you have like a long steeping tea, like ten minutes, twelve minutes, because then it will melt a little bit, depending on the stroop waffle you get. But um, yeah, just a little bit warm, a little bit melted, um, like little discs. There, they're quite quite tasty, and you know they have ones that aren't too sugary if you're trying to mm-hmm. avoid sugar. Look, stroop waffle is a proper contender for the list, 
Stroopwafel don't make the list. Thank you. We tried. I mean, Thanks, buddy. Next call, please. Best show. Best show. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Welcome to the best show. Hi. Hi. And I want to say also that we're going to, I think we're going to wrap it up in 20 or so minutes. Uh, it's, this audiobook really knocked me around. Recording that audiobook really knocked me around. But here we go. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Kelly from Fargo. Kelly from Fargo. Yes. How are you tonight, Kelly? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Is this? A, are you a first-time caller? Yes. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm excited. This is very exciting, and it's exciting to have you here. Well, well what's going on tonight in Fargo? Uh, not much. I was just listening to the show, and I actually was eating some soup waffles. Really? Yes, with some tea. You're getting a stroop waffle and tea. Yeah. All right. You like, and you put it over the tea teacup, and you let the the steam kind of soften it up. Oh yeah, yeah. Mmm, that is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Would it was a stroop waffle? What you were calling about? <laughs> no, I actually had two ideas for uh, a snack. Okay, what do you got, Kelly? Okay, my first one is a personal favorite. It is the peanut butter M&M. I think it's the perfect candy. Well, Kelly, I got to say this. You and I were cut from the same cloth. Peanut M&M, number three. But not the peanut butter M&M? No, not the peanut butter M&M. Those are weird. Oh, I respectfully disagree with you there. You're you're saying a peanut butter M and M. Yeah. No, I I can't. I can't. A peanut M and M. A peanut butter M and M. They're okay. fine, but they're a little weird. You got to admit they're a little weird. Yeah, but but I like them. I like the crunchiness. They're fine. But, but I respect fine. the peanut M and M. It's my dad's favorite candy, so. Your dad's favorite candy is a peanut M and M. Yeah. Then we're gonna do it for old Papa, right? Old Papa. Oh, oh, tell tell your father. Is your father still? Uh, is he still with us? Oh yeah, definitely. No, thank, thank. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. You treasure every day with with your old Papa. I do. I do. Good. Good. Is he far away? Do you get to physically see your dad? Uh, he's less than an hour away from me, so okay. I see him all the time. Well, how about this for a, a little surprise? When's the last time you saw when you saw Dad? When's the last time? Oh, I think it was last weekend. Well, how about this? Wasn't it? Yeah. You drive on out to the house, right? Yeah. You drive on out with a bag of peanut M and M's, a big bag, not one of these, not one of these uh, single serve bags. You go get the bag that's made to fill up a candy bowl, family size. You bring that thing and you you open it up. You drive out at like eleven o'clock at night, okay? 
And then you start, whip, you start whip. What's that? Hey, I've been in bed for hours. If I, I know, no, but this is a good thing. He's in bed already. You start whipping okay. him at his window, at his bedroom window, right? <laughs> Here's clank. What's that? <laughs> Bonk. What's that? Then he looks out. He sees his daughter, Kelly. Throwing peanut M&Ms at the window. Then, yeah. then you go on in, and the two of you, you sit down, you eat the entirety of the bag in one sitting. We could do it, definitely. Yeah. He has a sweet tooth for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I bet you the apple don't fall far from the tree, right? <laughs> definitely not. No, I love sweets. Yeah, me too. My undoing, yeah, Kelly. The They're my undoing. Yeah, I know. I understand. So you I would say this. So you want, so peanut M and M's. Look, peanut butter M and M's. Those are like a. Those are those are like it's like it's like if you put down uh, just crunch berries, like you like just crunch berries. You, you, I, I think we got to go by that. I think we got to go a little standard on the on the M and M thing, and consider that at its core there are two kinds of M and M's: plain and peanut. All the other ones are variant. And I don't know if we're gonna have room for variants on this list. Maybe, maybe we'll make room for the hazelnut. Maybe we'll make room for the for the coffee M and M's. Maybe we'll make room for the your beloved peanut butter M and M's. But right now, I understand. Peanut M and M's are flying that uh, are flying that flag with the old John Starks number three. Three is the magic number when it comes to peanut M and M's. <laughs> I understand. Okay, I can get behind that. And what else you got? You got something else? I do have one more, and I wonder if you'll say the same thing. But okay. I really like the, the chocolate-covered Oreos, particularly the white chocolate or the white fudge-covered ones that come out at Christmas. Well, my friend, Kelly, and I'm going to call you friend. I think we're friends now. Maybe lowercase yeah. f. We're not actual friend. Like, you're not going to come help me uh, fix a flat tire. Um, or you'd be, you'd be out of luck. Sorry? I can't fix a flat tire. Okay. Well, well, what could you do if I needed needed help? I'm a good listener. You're a good listener. Great. I could use a listener yeah. sometimes, literally yeah. and figuratively. So I'll say this. You are now suggesting white chocolate-covered Oreos. Or just chocolate-covered. Or chocolate-covered. Well, let's just go with chocolate-covered. Okay. But Kelly, you're not going to believe this. Okay. Forty forty two. Oh, that's a good Yeah. Forty two. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. You done did it. So what's going on? How are things out in Fargo? Well, what goes? What's a what's a standard Saturday night in Fargo? Oh, uh, I don't know if I'm the right judge of that. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, don't, I suppose maybe going to the bar or something if it was, I, yeah, but I, I wouldn't be doing that. 
What do you What do you like to do there? What do you go? You You hang out in the Target parking lot. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you You could do that. I uh, I tend to be at home on Saturday nights, but okay. Um. All right. Uh, there are things to do in Fargo. It's not as small as you think. It I'm is just different. asking. I'm not making fun. I'm asking. Yeah. I'm, I'm making I a mean, little. I, I would say I that um, probably the bigger part of the population might be out um, at, a, at a bar, I think would be fair to say. They'd be at a bar, and then if it's Saturday night, you got to get ready because uh, Sunday, everybody knows, is rodeo time, right? <laughs> Big rodeo day. I mean, you know, maybe the rest of North Dakota, but not really Fargo so much. Okay. And are you mad That's at the movie Fargo? Do you feel that movie misrepresented your city? Um, I actually do like Fargo in the movie quite a bit. Um, I think they get, I think they got kind of like the spirit of the place, especially of rural Minnesota. Right, mm-hmm. I appreciate the movie. Yeah. Okay. And then what about uh, what about uh, c- comparatively the show? That show ain't so good. Um, you know, all these, sometimes all these people are like, the "Oh, the show Fargo is so good." It's not that good. It's not. I think good. I watched the the season with um, you and McGregor in it, and I kind of abandoned it close to the end for mm-hmm. some reason. I just kind of forgot to watch it anymore. So I guess I didn't really like it all that much. It's always the hallmark of a, of a great show is that you forget to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like you just kind of forgot to watch it and you just never started watching it again. Well, Kelly, you're a good caller. You call back anytime yeah. you want. Well, thank you. I know. You're going to order my book? You're going to buy my book? Oh, for sure. My husband and I are going to buy two of them so we can read it at the same time. Oh, that's and talk about I like it. that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to go to Tom. You go to in the next week. I think it'll be up. Tom go, Tom wrote a book. dot com. You go over and you show that you pre-ordered it. Then you get a signed book plate. Okay. Yeah. We'll do that for or sure. Not, or not, or you just get the book. Whatever uh, you want. I, think to I want. I think I'm going to do that. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly. You have a grand evening. Yeah. Great talking to you, Tom. Okay. Same here. All right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. How many calls we got, Pat? How many calls left? We got two, but what was 42? You said 42, but I didn't hear what it was. 42 would be chocolate-covered Oreos. And I would hope at some point we would get Michelle the Oreo head in here to weigh in on Oreo placement. This list will go on for weeks. This is not a this is not a one night wonder. But we so, filled some slots. Sorry. But we filled some slots. We filled some slots. Here's line four. Thank you, Pat. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hi. Best show. Hello. Hello? Hello? I'm going to switch you to line three. Is there anybody out there? I dumped him. Here's line three. Best show. Hi. 
Hello, ba- hi, Besho. Hello, this is Jeffrey in Ottawa. How are you? Jeffrey in Ottawa? Yes, Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Correct. One of the finest cities and one of the finest provinces and one of the finest current countries. Have you been here? To Canada? To Ottawa. Oh, God, no. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I think I might have been in Ottawa. I don't know. I, I maybe not. It's forgettable. I hear good things. I hear good things. Mm-hmm. Don't believe them. What's when you're well, in your in your perspective? What's the best thing about Ottawa, and what's the worst thing about Ottawa? Uh, it's one and the same. It's like a cheat answer. Like you give it a job interview for your strengths or weaknesses. It's mm-hmm. like it's very calm and relaxing, you know. That's the strength and the weakness. It's boring, but that's the, you know, that's what you need sometimes. And I want to say this, and speaking of job things, you know when they do these job interviews and you go and they're like, so what do you want to be doing? Where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. You know what you say if you want the job? What? Five right years here. I'll be dead. This is what you say. In five <laughs> years I'll be dead. I gave this job everything I had and it killed me. <laughs> but it was the greatest thing I ever did with my life. That's what you say. And you got that job in the bag. Where do you see yourself in five? Here, practice with me. You pretend you're interviewing me for a job. Where do you see yourself in five years, Thomas? Oh, five years? Uh, well, five years I'll be dead. But it's because I gave everything to this job. It, this job will literally kill me. Because I gave it everything I had, and you guys got the best four and a half years of my life. All I ask, wow. all I ask, is that you buy me some flowers at my at my funeral. That's all I ask. Well, but other than that, I'm ready to give this job everything I've got. I'm ready to kill for this job, ooh. literally. So when do I start? Well, we have a few more interviews to conduct, but... No, you um, don't. Oh. <laughs> Persuasive. How's Monday? Yeah. How's Monday? How's now? Oh, Walk uh, me to my think? office. And then I poke. Oh, then my. I tap my. Then I tap my side as if I might have a gun on me. Well, we have more of an open concept office. We want our employees to share ideas and communicate. Not for me. And, uh, Not for me. Oh. Where's my office? Well, I and, and introduce me one. to my assistant. Where's my assistant? Well, this is uh, Daniel. Uh, he can type seventy. Daniel, I'm hungry. PMs. Daniel, I'm hungry. Go get me some food. I want a bowl of mashed potatoes. And I'm telling you, Daniel, if you put gravy on them, you're going to regret it. There's a commissary in the third floor. We're all going to head down. Yeah, you might head down. I'll be up here working. I got work to do. If I plan, if this job's going to kill me, I got to get to work now. Five years to prove yourself. Thank you. And then I get the job. So to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, my friend? Uh, I want to uh, humbly submit the uh, the bulk store uh, barbecue corn chip to the snack list. The bulk store barbecue corn chip. Now, this is an interesting thing. 
barbecue, there's a lot of chips out there that are over-flavored to where when you eat them, you're like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then you feel like you're dying mm-hmm. 20 minutes later. Yes. Is that a good snack artificial. or a bad snack? Does that mean the snack was so good that that's the effect it had? Well, or does that mean it's not good? Well, that's what's great about the bulk store. You can you can moderate how the 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 the, uh, the quantity that you take with you, and maybe it's cheap enough that you don't I don't know eat the whole thing. And once you you walk away with a twist tie, and you can put it right back on there and pretend you have some self control. Tell me about this bulk store. What what is the how how bulky is this bulk store we're going to? Is this is this stuff that is this stuff that's just like slightly off market, or is this stuff that uh, was abandoned at the airport that they're doing weird no. clearance with? No, this this I think I think the the deceit of the bulk store is that you 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 believe that it's cheaper because you're buying in bulk, but it's it, it works out to being the exact same price as if you bought something from some major corporation. So the quality is just as good. And the price is just as high, but there's just an illusion of control. Sure, sure. So yeah. you buy the, how big is the bag of, of chips you're buying at the bulk store? Well, smaller than, you know, the Frito-Lay company would give to me, allegedly, but um, uh, n- not uh, not so petite that I would be hungry afterwards. I mean, I, I always get too much, more than I should have, but... Um, you know, that's what a good snack is. It's something that you, you always eat a little bit too much of, I think. That is the earmark of a good if snack. You don't eat enough. Yeah. You don't know when to stop and go a little bit past where you should have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm on, I'm on team snack must have a crunch to it. So snack you like a, a savory snack? I guess so. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know what you call something that's sweet. Is that a treat? Um, no, it's a snack. It's a snack. It's a sweet snack or a savory snack. They're all snacks. Yeah, I guess it's a, a matter of personal taste when you come down to it. What's a I sweet snack that you I, like up there? What's a sweet well, snack you okay. like? Well, okay, this is a little hoity-toity, but I like uh, medjool dates. It's like nature's candy. It's like a big raisin. But I wouldn't eat it. Oh, I know what dates. I know what dates are. Peanuts or almonds. Well, I don't know how things work. You are you Ottawa fancy pants uh, people might think uh, the rest of us slobs don't have uh, access to dates. Yeah, we do. Persian cuisine. You ever have a date shake? You ever have a date shake? I've I've dropped a date into a smoothie that I've made, but uh, I don't know what a date shake is. No. You ever have a sh- you ever have a vanilla shake? Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Okay, well, just imagine that, but made with dates. Huh. Okay, I'm imagining it. You go out to. Uh, they do this thing called Coachella, right? Out in the desert, in California. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll say this about that. You couldn't pay me to go to something like that. The only good, the best no. thing that they have to offer out there, date shakes. They got these places, mm-hmm. they sell these date shakes. Number 15, date shakes, please. 
Mm, I think you mean bulk store barbecue corn chips. No, bulk store barbecue corn chips go at, uh, I think you might be on your own with that, Chief. Sorry, 15 is date, date shake. What is it? Date, D-A-T-E, like the, the, the fruit. In a, in a shake, like a shake, a shake made with dates. I got you. Yeah. When I think so of they're Coachella, so sweet. I think they're so sweet. To... They're so good. I could go for a date shake right now. I think of like concerts where there were just four bands playing and how tired I got of standing for four hours. I can't imagine going to a festival at this point. Can you imagine? We got to get our legs back. We don't have festival strength now. Did you see any amazing festivals when you, I mean, I saw, when I was a teenager, I went to festivals and I saw some great things that I had the stamina for, but now I can't imagine. Did you ever experience any of that? Yeah, I mean, I went to Coachella. It was, it was not, maybe not for me. I don't know. I don't know if I had the, I don't know. I've been to festivals. I've been to things. It's not the, it's not, it's not the greatest way to see a show. It's a great way to show up if you got a checklist and you could say you saw, 30 different artists you get to say you saw them it's like you didn't see them in ideal circumstances but you 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 were in the same place that they were in when they played did you ever get won over by a band that you didn't think you would like but then you saw them play live at a festival and you did like them no i can't think of i mean maybe i i don't know i can't think of one the whole thing with festivals is it's it's you you got to make choices, so you're making choices. You're not you're not you're not going and, and saying like, "Well, I'll go watch this thing I don't know anything about," because you're going to see something right. you want to see. Because you got to you got to make choices. Well, I thought Trey Cool set his drums on fire, and uh, Green Day won me over. I wasn't a fan before that. I mean, the only way I'd want to see Trey Cool set fun. his drums on fire if it was before they played a single song. <laughs> That'd be my ideal Green Day show. Green Day come out, Trey Cool sets his drums on fire, and then they go, well, we can't play any of our, our, our not very good songs tonight because uh, drum set burnt up. Thanks for coming out, everybody. I, I would defend the Dookie and the Insomniac songs, but to each his own, obviously. <laughs> the Green Day got one song. that it, They got one perfect song. The song Which what's is? that song called? Waiting? Uh, maybe. Pat, you know that song, Waiting? Not off the top of my head. What what album is it on? I couldn't tell you. Mike, do you know that song, Waiting? I just know Tom Petty's The Waiting. Yeah, those are different songs. (laughs) Waiting. Live. His voice. What's his voice like? I've been waiting a lifetime. It's a good power pop song. It's off the album Minority. Is that right? Pat, you could say it was off the album. uh, You could say it was off the album. uh, No, Warning. uh, Warning. You could say it was on Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, and I'd have to take your word for it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's hear a little bit of it. Let's see if this is still... The volume on this thing. For anything at all. Down, down, 
Yeah, it's a good song. I like that song. And not bad. No, not bad, eh? So you're a big fan. You're the big Green Day fan. I played their best song. You think that's not bad? Well, I mean, best is subjective. Listen, the point is sometimes you like a band for a while and then, you know, time goes on. (laughs) Yeah, well, my friend, I got to say to you, you made it. You did a great call tonight. You did Ottawa proud tonight. Thank you. You showed them how you do it. You showed them how you do it up there. Now tomorrow, when you're at the, uh, where are you going to go tomorrow? To the uh, to the Chapters the long- bookstore. <laughs> chapters Indigo, I believe it's called. Yes, Chapters Indigo, yes. which is a great thing when you're from the United States and you go there and you're like, this book is forty dollars. Mm-hmm. Something got to pay with the CA on the back of the book. Speaking of book, you still going to buy my book? It's already been pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. And uh, today I found out that uh, Danny Trejo's book is coming out the same day. Oh, I wish you didn't tell me that. <laughs> it's going to be me versus Trejo. But, I didn't want it to come to this. But here's uh, a warning. Many- Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad this is coming out now. Danny Trejo, I'll say this: your book sucks, bro, compared to mine. Your book sucks. Sorry, Trejo. Trejo. Trejo, you might be. Uh, I'll take. I'll take your book. I'll. I'll take a machete to your book. Guy's known for playing machete. I'll get a machete. I'll chop your book in half. What do you think about that, Trejo? I like him. I like Danny Trejo. He's great. He'll do anything. That's not why I like him. You don't think I'll do anything? I'll do anything. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. But I'll say this. You don't see me walking around wearing a shirtless with a vest on. You stick to, you stick to walking around shirtless without a vest on and acting in the things you act in. I'm going to cover things with the book over here. You don't come to my side of the street. I don't come to your side of the street. So I respectfully, respectfully ask you, Danny Trejo, withdraw your book from uh, publication. Withdraw it. Just not on July 6th. Me versus Trejo. I I kind of knew LA gang war. In the back of my mind, I knew it was coming down to this. He's got a donut shop in LA. He's got all this stuff. God bless you, Trejo. You went one step too far with the book. All right, now you bum me out. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll I'll survive. Thank you, buddy. You have a great night. You too. Any other calls, Pat? There are, um, but I both gave them the... Let's wrap it up. we got to wrap it up. I gave them the, uh, you know, this topic will continue spiel, so... Yeah, and I think think that's going to hold. We're going to hold to our thing. I don't want to get sick sick. That's the whole thing. Look, am I sick in the head? Yeah, I am sick. I'm sick. I don't want to get physically sick. I don't want to wear myself down, and I'm coming close... 
my voice is pretty beat up from all the talking. So what we're going to do is we're going to wrap it up a little early this week. And we'll be back next week with more of, uh, more of the, uh, the top 50 best snacks ever. And I think we might have a guest next week too. We'll see. Tom, um, I'm just checking out the advanced praise for, uh, for the Trejo book. Yeah. And, um, I'm sorry to break this to you, but, uh, AP Mike has a, has a quote on here. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I know it. I also record the audiobook. I put an extra thing in for Mike in the audiobook. <laughs> I said, I love you, Mike. I wanted to try and get it in, but we, maybe we should just keep teasing it. People want to hear the New Orleans strip club story. But, you know, this was a very wholesome show. I don't want to drive it into the ditch at the end, so maybe... We'll find another opportunity. We might just have we'll to find another opportunity for your New Orleans what strip, strip club, club story. better business bureau story. Oh, that's right. You called the Better Business Bureau on a strip club <laughs> or something. Yeah, it might have to be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> yeah, somebody else's Patreon. <laughs> Danny Trejo. So, Danny, put it on Trejo's Patreon. <laughs> what now, did they I say look- in that, that blurb for the Trejo book? I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's, it's short, but it's, 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 it's nice. I actually, it actually made me want, I, I just pre-ordered it because it was. Oh, well, that's great. Was, <laughs> thanks, Pat. I think I said he, he, he kept it real. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for keeping it real. And yeah. Thanks for keeping it real, Danny Trejo. <laughs> now, look, I like Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. But the way things are looking, there might be a shoving match at Book Soup on January, uh, July 6th. Me and Trejo might be throwing down. At book soup. There's somebody else. I, you know, I, I blanked out. I got to look into it. Somebody else has a book out like a week before yours as well. And totally opposite. Mm-hmm. But I, I just thought it was, would be ironic. Yeah. If you, you met on the book, uh, signing trail. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see Mike. And look, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Pat. Jason Dudio Gore on assignment. He'll be back next week. And we uh, salute everybody. And you go to TomWroteABook.com and pre-order the book. You go to the Patreon, Patreon.com slash The Best Show. Going to do another uh, Tom, Ask Tom. We'll put that up in the next week. That'll go up there. And some other stuff will go up too. Thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. We will be back next week. And I thank all of you for being who you are and doing what you do. And I will do more of it and you will do more of it on the way out. We're going to play a little bit of what? Nothing. Bye.